Hi, everybody. This is Benny Biffle. And this is Sammy Schuster. And you're listening to TV Confidential. Confidentially. Ed Robertson, along with Tony Figueroa, welcome you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television that is about to explore an aspect of show business that not too many people talk about, although apparently, according to our next guest, it is a phenomenon that has happened a lot more than we realize that phenomenon being performers who have died on stage in the middle of their act. For centuries, audiences have witnessed surprising deaths of entertainers from all walks of the business. Television, radio, magic, theater, daredevil performances such as the Flying Walendas, all kinds of music genres, and even symphony Orchestra. Symphony orchestra conductors apparently the most dangerous profession in the entertainment industry. Did I, you know I that, Tony? Never would have. You, you would think stunt performing would be above that. We've seen those, and I think maybe those get more press, probably because they're more spectacular. They are more spectacular, but apparently there is a reasoning for why symphony conductors are the most is apparently the most dangerous profession. We'll ask Jeff about that in just a second. Jeff is Jeff. Abraham, entertainment publicist by day, uh, entertainment publicist for more than 30 years, who has represented some of the biggest names in comedy, including David Brenner, Andrew Dice Clay, the Firesign Theater, George Lopez, Carl Reiner, Rita Rudner, Bobby Slayton, the Smothers Brothers, Lily Tomlin, and for the last 11 years of his life, legendary comic George Carlin. Jeff Abraham is the co-author, along with Bert Kearns of the show won't go on the most shocking, bizarre, and historic deaths of performers on stage, which we'll tell you more about in just a second. Jeff, my apologies for the long-winded introduction. Welcome to TV Confidential. Hey, truly a pleasure to talk to you. You've always been so kind to uh, myself and my clients, so it's truly a pleasure to chat with you. Jeff's clients include Peter Marshall. Jeff has worked with Peter Marshall on occasions on one of the PBS specials, so Jeff is responsible for Peter Marshall, and Jeff is also responsible for Up All Night. Rhonda Shear. Rhonda Shear. That was one of our favorite hours, and we're so glad that you're on the program today. I understand that the origins of this book, The Show Won't Go On, The Most Shocking, Bizarre, and Historic Deaths of Performers on Stage, I understand that the origins, the genesis of the book began with watching an Elvis tribute concert. Yes, but I like to tell people it actually began, and I thank Donald Trump for the uh, influence. Uh, you don't inspiration. hear that often on this show. <laughs> Good, I got my laugh. Um, <laughs> it was a little more than 15 years ago, I was at Trump 29 Casino in Coachella outside of Palm Desert. Mm-hmm. And you're right, I was watching an Elvis impersonator show. And part of the show was a gentleman who did not originate the phrase, but made it famous. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has left the building. Thank you and good night. A man named Al DeVoren was part of the show. And afterwards, he was mulling about in the lobby, talking to fans, along with myself. And someone said, Al, what are you going to write a book? He goes, I know, I know. I have time. I will get to it. I said good night to him at 1030 that night. Saturday night, Monday morning, I'm watching the local news. Al DeVorn was killed in a car accident Sunday morning at 9.30. So less than 12 hours after saying goodbye to him, he, had, uh, he died tragically. And that was the inspiration for the book in the sense I wanted to do a book, not so much about death, about really more the stats 
of people who had died going to a show, coming from a show. You know, we all know Hank Williams died coming back from a show. Elvis's bags were packed as they were going to a show. We knew John Ritter died in the rehearsal of a show, and I knew about people like Dick Sean and Tiny Tim and so on. But what happened was, and I talked about this for about 12 years, I don't want to brag, I came up with the best title ever, The Show Won't Go On, and that's all I came up with. <laughs> it it suits me. Everybody in this town, we all have a great novel in our back pocket, and I'm reconnected with my good friend Bert Kearns, a wonderful investigative journalist who I worked on a book called Tabloid Baby about the world of tabloid journalism, and he said, shut up or put up, let's do a book. And over the last three years, it's changed focus from the initial before and after to we found enough people who literally died on stage. The name of the book is The Show Won't Go On by our guest, Jeff Abraham. Jeff Abraham co-authored it with Burt Kearns. The Show Won't Go On, the most shocking, bizarre, and historic deaths of performers on stage. For more information, theshowwon'tgoon.com. Theshowwon'tgoon.com is available through Amazon and the usual online vendors. This is also available through bookstores or through special... Yeah, yeah. bookstores, Barnes & Noble, yeah, wherever fine books are sold. Wherever fine books are sold. Now, I have to say, because I was talking to somebody yesterday, I was saying that I was going to be doing the interview with you, and uh, this guy takes out his phone, and he immediately brings up the video of Tommy Cooper. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Since you're a show about television, that happened on live television. And unfortunately, that video does exist. It's on YouTube. And every few years, there's always somebody tries to take some poll or something to try to get it pulled off of YouTube for being bad taste. But Tommy was the equivalent of the British Carl Ballantyne, if you will, Mm -hmm. the comedy magician where tricks always went wrong. Very legendary performer in England. His name is name-checked in the John Lennon song, Give Peace a Chance. And he was not in great health at this point in his life. In fact, I even had a makeshift dressing room off to the stage so he didn't have to climb upstairs. And he was doing a piece of business and fell backwards. And the problem is when a comedian falls on stage, immediately everyone always thinks, oh, that's a new piece of uh, shtick he's got in his act. Isn't that funny? And then about 20, 30 seconds, things go by. They realize, oh, I guess it's not part of the act. And then he literally had a heart attack and died on stage trying to pull him through the curtains so the next act can go on. And among the other acts waiting in the wings to go on was Donny Osmond. You know, there's some instances in the many stories that you and Bert bring to life and the show won't go on, Jeff. There are many instances where the performance that night ended for obvious reasons. But in some cases, they, at least they tried to soldier on. Yeah, there are instances where people thought it was just part of the show yeah. when Dick Sean collapsed on stage. Because in the beginning of his show, he would pop up from the floor under newspapers. So for him to collapse at some point, people thought he was making a dramatic mark. In fact, he was doing his show, and he made a remark. He said, imagine there's an atomic bomb blast that goes off, and everyone in the world is gone except for everybody in this theater, and I am your leader. Now follow me. And almost on cue, he fell to his knees and had a heart attack. And again, people thought it was part of the show, you know. And then when he fell, people laughed. He goes, take his wallet. And then again, the longest pause comes from comedy to tragedy changes instantly. And I remember when that happened, because I was living in L.A., 
He was doing every local talk show. Tom Snyder briefly had a, a local talk mm -hmm. show here, both on radio and on television. There are billboards of him everywhere. Everywhere you were driving, you would have billboards with Dick Sean there. So the, the show was a big deal. He had a long-running success in Beverly Hills at the Cannon Theater doing the show called The World's Second Greatest Entertainer. This was a slightly different version of that show that he was preparing to go into Washington, D.C., the Kennedy Center. But you're right. It was a very successful show, critically acclaimed. And he was on a, a natural high in his career. You know, he was in the Captain EO video at Disney. He was um, a force to be reckoned with at this point in his career. Jeff Abraham is on the line with us. Jeff Abraham, entertainment publicist by day, comedy historian by night. Jeff is the co-author, along with Burt Kearns, of The Show Won't Go On. The Show Won't Go On. The most shocking, bizarre, historic deaths of performers on stage. A first-of-its-kind exploration of a legitimate but not often discussed chapter of entertainment history. Performers who died on stage. The show won't go on, available in bookstores everywhere, wherever books are sold through Chicago Review Press. You can also find it at Amazon.com, all the usual places. More information, the show won't go on.com. Okay, you've got thousands of examples. Apparently, this is a phenomenon that has happened for centuries. How did you narrow it down to roughly 100 people that you profile and the show won't go on, Jeff? It's funny you say the 100. The original title was the 99 Most Shocking, and pun intended, the publishers thought it was an overkill. Mm. And when we were pitching this book, one agent said, this is the worst mystery novel ever because the people all die on the first page of every chapter. <laughs> um, so the key was to find compelling people. So we wanted to have people where you were engaged in their story and then take them through their journey until their unfortunate demise. So it was a lot of cutting down and paring down with stuff. And then some of the lesser entries kind of sometimes are woven into the beginning of a chapter. And then we have an appendix in the back. But it was to find stories that had not been told in detail. You know, you could go on Wikipedia or Google or any of these lists and type in died on stage and you will find stuff. And we wanted to do performers that had not been written about before or dig deep into a story that had not been told. And we're very proud of that. And the proudest thing we're of is the Dick Cavett incident. Yes, uh, mm -hmm. the Dick Cavett incident is, is, is arguably one of the most famous examples, uh, certainly in the last 40 years, that would be... A.I. Rodale, yeah. a nutritionist and health expert who died during a taping of the Dick Cavett show. And Jeff and Bert not only walk you through the backstory of Rodale's death in the Dick Cavett show, they're one of the few people who have ever actually seen the tape of that episode of The Cavett Show. And that goes to another thing that you guys do in the show won't go on, which is debunk a lot of misinformation. But before we get to that question, how did you manage to convince Cavett uh, to let you watch the uh, tape? I hate to tell you, it was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I would tell you it took pleading and begging. A very dear friend of mine who's a journalist, who wrote one of the definitive books on the Marx Brothers and on Groucho Marx's writing name, Robert Bader, works with Dick Cavett. He produced the Watergate special and various other projects with Dick Cavett. He's got a Muhammad Ali Dick Cavett project coming out next year. And when I told him about this book, he says, if you sell this book, I will let you watch this video. And it was as easy as that. He said, no, if you can't sell it, don't waste my time. 
But as soon as I had a uh, signed contract in hand, he was my first phone call, and we went over, and we watched it. And you can literally count the number of people who had seen this episode on one hand. First of all, that is motivation one-on-one to get the book published. But <laughs> I'm just thinking aloud here, now that I think of it, the fact that you've got 30 years of experience in the industry as an entertainment publicist, I think that adds a little bit of cachet to someone just off the street saying, oh, Mr. Cavett, can I watch this? Yeah. You know, I knew Mr. Cavett a little bit, but again, it was my uh, very good friend who had a working relationship, and he was a respectable publisher, and he knew the book was going to be done in good taste. It was not going to be faces of death kind of thing, you know, like that. But he trusted me with it. We watched it in his home, and it was great to, uh, to bunk a couple of urban legends. No fault of his own. Mr. Cavett has been talking about this since 1971, so you may not remember every fact. So we were able to debunk urban legends and even just kind of like clarify things that he may have said over the years. And the biggest urban legend that you debunked, Jeff, is there are people who swear they saw this happen on television despite the fact that never aired. Yeah, Dick Cavett says about 20 to 30 people come up to him every year and say, the look on your face when that person died, and he would always say, were you in the audience? Because it never aired. <laughs> yeah, some of the other urban legends on that episode, it was always thought that when you die, your body kind of makes a gurgling sound, almost sounds like a snoring. Mm -hmm. and it had been thought that Dick Cavett said to Rodale, am I boring you? But that never happened. And he did not just say, I hope I could live to 100, and then drop dead right afterwards. It was not that cliched, but it was dramatic nonetheless. And I don't want to give away all the minutiae because it's in the book. But, yeah, we were able to correct a lot of those urban legends. The name of the book is The Show Won't Go On. The Show Won't Go On. The Most Shocking, Bizarre, and Historic Deaths of Performers on Stage. Jeff Abraham, our guest, is the co-author of The Show Won't Go On, along with Bert Kearns, you can find the show won't go on in bookstores everywhere as well as Amazon.com for more information. The show won't go on.com. This is another thing I wanted to mention about how it is a book that I found hard to put down. Tony, you had the same experience as you went through yeah. it. And it's because you don't just rattle off the stats and say so and so died on this day. You and Bert both make an attempt to bring these people to life as best you can, so to speak so that when you get to the inevitable Act 3, you know, you feel a sense of sadness. Um, thank you for that. You're absolutely right. We always say, even though the book has the word death in the title, it's actually a celebration of lives. And a lot of credit for that must go to Bert being an investigative journalist. We would find an entry, a paragraph somewhere, and he was able to bring these little paragraphs to life and make them chapters. It was amazing. And then also the credit to both of us in doing it in journalism. Like I said, we went to newspaper accounts, you know, the day of to get firsthand accounts. And then you realize that one paper had a very brief AP report, but the next paper had a longer, fuller AP report. So that gave us information. And maybe another newspaper had Reuters report on it. And maybe it was written up in a book. You asked about narrowing it down. We wanted to have these people who had enriched stories to tell and really wanted to care about the people. Yeah, we did not want it to become just a book of baseball stats. <laughs> no. But I think, you know, there's a couple of things because I think, first of all, people are interested in this because other circumstances, somebody would say, too soon, this would not be the case. And the fact that you do have people who 
a guy working at the auto plant dropping dead on the assembly line is different because unless his death caused something bigger, like if a bus driver died while driving a bus and it caused a major accident, yeah, then it would make the news, but the news would be the accident. When you have somebody who is of the celebrity status, and I'll take John Ritter, for example, all of a sudden people are not only saddened and all that, but they go, well, how did it happen? And it, it happened this way. And now more people get attention to the heart condition that he had. And I could say from personal experience, I've had two friends who have been diagnosed with that condition. And if it wasn't for what happened to John Ritter, they probably wouldn't have known that they had this problem and it probably would have ended very badly for them. So when it does happen this way, a lot of times I think you you need to take care of yourself. You need to look out for this. You need a- to do there, there's a There's a morality lesson there also. Absolutely. Jeff Abraham is on the line with us. Jeff is the co-author, along with Bert Kearns, of the show Won't Go On, The Most Shocking, Bizarre, and Historic Deaths of Performers on Stage. Tony Figueroa is with us. We hope you'll stay with us when we continue our conversation with Jeff Abraham here on TV Confidential. Attention sports fans. Now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow if you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free free installation as soon as tomorrow but you gotta call all american dish right now 800-296-1251 that's 800-296-1251 hi this is Rhonda Shear, and you're staying up all night or day with tv confidential Become an advertiser or underwriter of TV Confidential and let our brand help promote your brand. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com slash advertise. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415 886 7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Uber is the mobile app that connects you with a driver for immediate transportation. Request a ride at the tap of a button and you have a driver curbside in minutes. You can choose to be driven in a black car, SUV, or you can choose UberX, the low-cost Uber 
for a ride in a hybrid or mid-range car. Payment is seamless and cashless. Build to your card on file with no need to tip. Enter the promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive a free first ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.